In this interview, Southwestern content strategist Mandy Hudson catches up with Southwestern's head of podcasting, Zach Troutman, who gives a rundown on the programs that make up the Southwestern family of podcasts, including a yet-to-be-released show, and talks about what sets Southwestern apart as a podcast creator, plus why he got snubbed by the Guinness Book of World Records. Maybe just start off, tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into podcasting before you came to Southwestern. Yeah. So my degree is in audio engineering and sound from Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro. And I had intended to do studio work, recording bands and stuff like that. That's what the degree is for, really. But I went to a job fair in college where there were some uh, radio stations that were hiring. And I started off just kind of as an internship and working public affairs. And that led to another job at an AM station in Murfreesboro. And then before I knew it, I just had more of a resume in radio than anything. So I actually pursued that path. And I ended up starting at a Sirius XM station as a producer, eventually working my way up to being the operations manager of that Sirius station. And while I was there, I was working closely on another project with Bass Pro Shops, and they had wanted to start a podcast that was a spinoff of a radio show that they already had. And so I worked with them on that to get their podcast up and off the ground. And that's ultimately what led me to Southwestern. That's interesting. What type of podcasts did Bass Pro Shop have? So when I worked for Sirius, Bass Pro Shops had a, a radio show with that Sirius station. Uh, and they didn't have any podcast products at all, but they were like, man, we have TV shows, we have a radio show, we got all this other stuff. Like, don't we have a podcast? And so they um, basically took the radio shows and sort of reconfigured them into be a, a podcastable format. Where are you originally from? You said you went to Middle Tennessee State. Originally from a really little town in Virginia called Gloucester. It's about 10 minutes away from Colonial Williamsburg. Every field trip for years and years and years. I mean, we we knew Colonial Williamsburg and Jamestown and all of that very well. Uh, we we're very well steeped in colonial history in particular. About what year did you graduate from college? Yeah, so I graduated in 2008, but I started my first radio job in 2007. So what brought you to Tennessee? Was it college? No, it was college. At the time, to major in what I wanted to major in, recording industry and audio engineering, at, at the time, there were only, I think, three schools in the country that offered it. There was Middle Tennessee, there was one in California, and there was one in Florida. And Tennessee was the closest to home. And so that was that was the pick. And now, of course, there's a ton of schools, uh, even a ton more even just here in Nashville that offer that as a major. But but then in, in 2005, when I started, there was just the three. So you didn't grow up listening to podcasts or, or anything like that? I, I really couldn't have even if I wanted to. Because I mean, they, they, they didn't really. Uh, and there, there were a couple things that now we might retroactively call podcasts, but they were not podcasts in the sense that, that we know them today. It would have never even been a choice to listen to them. But having all of my experience, my radio experience, be in talk radio versus music formats, what is that if not just time-restricted podcasting, right? It's basically the same kind of thing, except for less freedom. Yes. So when did you start with Southwestern? May of 2021. Tell me a little bit about the podcasts at Southwestern. I don't know if the everyman at Southwestern knows of the history of the podcast. Tell me sure. a little bit about the history. 
So the first podcast uh, started by the family of companies, which is also our biggest and the oldest, is The Action Catalyst. And it was launched. Its very first episode went live on May 14th of 2013, 10 years since The Action Catalyst was launched. And at the time, it was very much something that I think was spun out of coaching and consulting and was very much meant to sort of cater to that group. But it very quickly became something that represented the entire family of companies and the entire sort of ethos of the Southwestern family of companies and all of the great training and, and skills that go into people in the consulting and coaching space, but also everything that the book kids go through in sales school and, and just all of that, really. It grew to encompass all of that and include guests that had sort of similar mindsets as well. It did start off with different hosts than we have today. In fact, we're on really our third generation of hosts now. It started originally with one single host who carried it up until I think 2017 or 2018. And then it was taken over by Dan Moore, former president of Southwestern Advantage. He did it for a while by himself. Then the CEO at the time joined him as a co-host. And now we're on to our third generation of hosts with Adam Outland and uh, Stephanie Moss. And the cool thing about the Action Catalyst is that we don't ever base it around the host or around one particular person. It is based around the philosophy, the ideas, the guests that we have on. And so it's been around for 10 years already. It's something that I can foresee being around for decades more to come because of that. Action Catalyst is distributed to 165 different platforms and websites. We actually contacted the Guinness Book of World Records to try and see if we could set a record for the largest distribution network at different places that a podcast is available, and we can't without paying them like $18,000. <laughs> but we did reach out to them about trying to do it. But Action Catalyst, 165 different apps and websites. And, and, and we're adding like a dozen more every month. So that is the oldest podcast that we have, the Action Catalyst. And that sort of represents the entire family of companies. And then March of 2022, we launched Let's Talk Legacy, which is the official podcast of Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group. Gary Michaels hosts that, and he actually has a radio background as well. He had a, a show on NBC radio a number of years ago, which I never heard, but I would love to. So he was kind of a natural fit to be the host. We've had lots of great guests on that program, but that is very much centered around the mission of Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group, helping people preserve and protect what they consider to be their legacy and what does that word mean to them. And then we also have the internal podcast, I3, which of course stands for Invest, Inspire, Impact, three words that every Southwesterner will know well. And that was started in September of 2021. And the idea behind I3, it is a podcast. That's the format we presented in, is a podcast feed. But really, it's kind of meant to be less of a show and more of an archive. So... You know, we've been putting out newsletters and having, you know, meetings and get togethers and everything in the company for years and years and years before I joined, before you joined. And those things happened and then just kind of went away. Mm -hmm. So anybody that joins the company after that never has the benefit of hearing those talks, hearing those interviews that might be featured in a newsletter, anything like that. And we really kind of wanted to, to put a stop to that, have a place for all of that to live going forward so that when you join the company, you have access to this big stash of 
culture and information and everything that's come before you so that you really can understand the context and dig into the company that you're entering into because we have such a history compared to other companies that do what we do. And so it's really kind of for archival purposes more than anything. But of course, it is very entertaining. It is very informative as well. What would you say um, as far as the Action Catalyst, how would you describe the brand? Sure. The thing that we think kind of differentiates us from other business or entrepreneurship or leadership podcasts is that instead of focusing really on how somebody got to where they are today or just the successes or just the grind uh, and things like that, the thing we really like to dig into more than anything is when people hit some kind of plateau or a roadblock. And that could be when you're on the way up. So let's say you're, you haven't hit that level of success yet and you're just a beginning entrepreneur. How do we keep you from kind of burning out or kind of plateauing? And how do we keep you motivated to keep the gears turning so that you can get to where you want to go? Or when we talk to people who are really high level and really successful, it's easy for them to have a bunch of accomplishments and kind of become complacent. And even if they stopped right there, they would still be wildly successful by everyone's standards. But to them, that's not true. They know that they're capable of more and they want to push through and get to that next level. And so no matter where you are in your journey, whether it's personal or professional, everybody can relate to this idea of just needing to push through that little something more to get to the next level. And that's really what we specialize in is that. So what are some of your favorite guests on Action Catalyst? One of the best episodes I've ever heard. It's actually two episodes. It was so good and they were so generous with their time. We had to split it up into two episodes. The guest was named uh, Matt Higgins. Matt Higgins is a fascinating dude. He was the youngest press secretary in New York City history at the time of 9-11. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, he was an executive for, I think, two NFL teams, the Jets and the Dolphins. And he was a guest shark on Shark Tank. He was on a couple seasons of Shark Tank for a while as, as one of the sharks. His interview is wild. It is all over the place. He was a great interview, and that was just a pretty recent one. Of course, Chip Gaines, who we've had on recently, was a fabulous interview. Also went so long, we had to cut it up into two parts. Southwestern alumni, really, really sweet dude, really cares a lot about our company. And that's a really great one. I know it's hard. It's like asking you to pick your favorite child or something. So what are you most excited about for the future? What can you tell us about the trajectory of the family of podcasts? Certainly. So. I think all of the podcasts have really untapped potential in terms of integrating them into various training for companies within the family of companies, curriculums like LEAD, and lots of other places. This is something that we started doing. I've had talks with all of the presidents of all the companies about ways that we can include the podcast more. And we've taken some initial steps to doing that. But really, I think that's what I want to do. That's something that integrating the podcast more fully into all the companies and really showing all the companies the value that it can have is something that's going to enhance us from the inside out. What we're striving to be is real thought leaders mm -hmm. with the podcast. Mm -hmm. They are first and foremost for thought leadership. We have such an awesome think tank of minds mm -hmm. at the Southwestern family of companies that it would be a crime not to share that. And it's obvious that we need to share that with everyone in the outside world, which is what we're doing with 
Let's Talk Legacy and The Action Catalyst. But we are a big family of companies. Sometimes people in the different companies don't always know what someone from another company is doing. We're so big that sometimes we're not sharing as much amongst ourselves. And we really have to take internally, take advantage of that think tank just as much as we want to share that externally. So that's really my hope for the podcast going forward. To that end, we do have another podcast that we'll be launching. It will be launching around Labor Day. It is called The Talent Trade, and that is the official podcast of Thinking Ahead. Stephanie Moss will be the host. And for anybody who has seen her video series called That's What She Said on Vimeo, it's going to be kind of similar to that, but expanded. And it's going to be for anyone in the recruitment, executive search, careers, space. And it's going to provide really a great insight into the way Thinking Ahead handles themselves in that world, which I think they're one of the top 10 firms or something like that for the past year. And so it's going to be a super valuable tool for them to become thought leaders in that area going forward. I don't know if you listen to podcasts in your spare time, but do you have any favorite podcasts outside the family of podcasts that you like to catch every now and then? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have that a lot of favorite with podcasts. Okay. You're Wrong About is a great show. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's about things that have been really misconstrued or kind of remembered incorrectly or misrepresented in, in pop culture and in media. Some of them are centuries old or decades old. Some of them are very, very recent. Things we thought we understood and, and, and maybe only understood at a surface level. So you're wrong about is great. I'm a big fan of the philosopher slash neuroscientist Sam Harris. So his podcast, Making Sense, I think is great. It's wonderful for taking big picture philosophical ideas and explaining why in, in a scientific and biological way our brains process these things. So really bringing very lofty abstract ideas down to a, a very tangible level. Love that show. Tell me like five facts about yourself that other people may not know. Um, huge Titanic nerd. There, I love love Titanic. Uh, not not the film Titanic, but the actual everything Titanic related. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I attended events. I've gone to every major Titanic museum in the world. My main hobby is woodworking, which I started doing because I wanted specific furniture that I did not want to pay. I don't know, you know, six hundred dollars for a table or something, but I wanted that table, mm -hmm. so better learn how to make it. Uh, so a lot of the furniture at our house is uh, is stuff that I've made. So woodworking would be, I guess, my biggest hobby. My favorite color inexplicably is orange, but I don't own anything orange, not mm -hmm. a single thing. I find the color very pleasing in the abstract. And if anyone asks me what my favorite color is, it's orange, but I don't I don't actually want anything orange. The most interesting thing now is going to be the twin girls for sure. <laughs> All right. All of that sounds great. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, Mandy. Mandy. 